in to another Invest Well show. I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined with Mr. Randy Cook today. And we're talking about something I think is really important with your investing mindset. And that is the idea of bringing confidence to your investments. I'll tell you, this is something that we've seen over the years. You know, Randy, I have uh, shared some thought in media in the past. And, you know, just being on national media from Sox Business to CNBC to Bloomberg, whatever, you know, you realize a lot of these commentators, a lot of these things, and as we weighed in from time to time, did that for about six years, you just saw how the narrative would just shift and change. And it was all about just the ratings and catching attention and, and taglines and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, man, so much window dressing. Well, there's a lot of people that'll say that if you just say something with confidence, people will believe you. Yeah. And whether yeah. it's right or it's wrong, if you just say it with conviction, but it's not always the advice to follow. No, it's not. And, and so one of the things that we wanted to do, and I kind of wanted to dial in here with this show, is talk about the idea of bringing confidence to your investments. Now, right now, as we're talking about this, there are some things going on with Iran and you know, talking about nuclear weapons and all these kind of other things and sanctions and things happening with the Trump. If, if you're listening to this in the future, this that may be past and there might be some things that have gone from that. But there's always things out there in our world today that can challenge our confidence with our investments. You know, when it comes to being confident with your investment, I think, first off, you have to really think about what is your money there for, right? What is it really there for? And I think when you look at your investments or you look at your wealth, you look at your money, if you take a a view perspective that that money and the investments and the wealth that you have is really a tool to be used to add value to other people. Well, now it gives you the ability and thought that you need to be intentional in the process. And it's very, very important. You know, Proverbs twelve fifteen says, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, but a wise man is he who listens to counsel. And it's really important to not just listen to counsel, but to get the right counsel. Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you, Randy, you know, one of the things we're seeing out there, there are so many people sharing thought and idea that it can be challenging to navigate. Where do I go to get the right information? Well, 24-hour news cycle, what are they going to do? They're going to put a lot of people on there, a lot of talking heads, and a lot of it is all about opinion. And it's not necessarily based in fact. It is, in fact, opinion. And people will take that advice simply on opinion, sometimes not the way to go. No, it's not. And so today we wanted to just dial in a little bit of how can you bring that confidence deep-rooted into your investments. Now, there are some practical steps as far as the type of investments that are right for you and creating a tailored plan. And all of those are some previous podcasts that you can go back and listen to should you like to. A lot of great information there to kind of help you with that. And as we share these shows, we're going to talk about different things from taxes to investments, the different kinds of investments and all kinds of different things. So by the way, if you're a new listener, we want to thank you for joining us. If you've been listening to us for a little while now, we appreciate you as well. Maybe you're joining us from the flip side. Many of you know I have another show called The Michael Wall Show, which is a motivational, encouraging show. Maybe you're coming over from there to get some investment thoughts and advice. We want to welcome you in there as well. But in this show, we, we do want to talk about, again, bringing confidence to your investments. And in this show, we want to talk about some instances in relation to tax. And I know, Randy, you had some things that you were reading that I thought was interesting that we wanted to discuss. Yeah, when we talk about what is the opposite of confidence, and it would probably be fear. And yeah. it, it is very interesting here. There's a nationwide study out there, and they're talking to people who are in retirement and getting mm-hmm. ready for retirement. And they yep. found that 23% of recent retirees, people who are in retirement, and 30% of those who are about 10 years away or less, they Mm -hmm. are terrified. And that's the word they use, 
terrified about what taxes will do to their retirement income. So even people who are in the midst of planning are scared to death about what the future lies. And who knows? I mean, how do you get out of a spirit of fear into a spirit of confidence? Well, I think, you know, that's a great question, Randy. And and first off, when you take a look at taxes or investments or anything else like that, you know, the only thing that we can do is make determinations based on what is available now. We have to project a little bit for the future, but we can only make decisions when it comes to investing, when it comes to planning, when it comes to preparing for what is at hand today. And then obviously we navigate, shift, and position, reposition along the way. But in relation to what where our trust lies, I mean, that's where I love the verse Second Timothy 1.7 in the New Testament. It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, the, the Bible talks about the fact that fear is a spirit, right? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And so it's the idea that, you know, fear in relation to our life, in relation to our finances, in relation to this scenario, in relation to what you said about taxes, that's not of God. It really isn't. Think about it like this. Say you're on the battlefield and you're out there and you're fighting a battle and you got a, a little earbud in or a little earpiece in that you're listening to your you know, uh, fellow comrades that are out there fighting the battle with you. And then there's some noise interruption and all of a sudden the enemy breaks through into your ear channel. You know, you're in a place where you're, you're hearing some things and they're sharing some things, threatening and whatever it may be. And you're listening to that and it overwhelms the noise of your comrades that are creating a plan to go take down the enemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And you're in a situation where, Randy, you start to just listen to that and you start to run that tape over and over and over and over again in your mind. Well, guess what? You're going to walk into that battle, even though your comrades may have had a plan, even though you may have prepared in advance, even though you may have sat down, even though maybe you did get some wise counsel, even though you listened to some quality advice. And you're still going to step into it as a spirit of fear because you're you're rolling the tape in your mind of the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you think about it, when it comes to investments, we must be in a situation that we understand, number one, you know, this is God's stuff. It's not mine. We're going to be a good steward of it. We're going to make the best decisions that we can based on the information that's available. We're going to find someone and find people and find uh, knowledge out there in the industry that is truly offering things in a way that is there to really add value and help me and not just sell me something. And that can be a challenge too. There's so many people out there, so many folks out there that are in a place that are just trying to sell something. And I think that's one of the benefits and blessings that we see of being in the industry now 19 years. We've been in a place, you know, in our other financial firms and other things where I don't have to, you know, we turn business away from time to time if it's not the right fit. We want to educate people so they can make good decisions. It's a passion of ours and it's a passion of mine. And I think when it comes to taxes in the future, I mean, rightfully so, you know, I don't know that I would call it fear, okay? I don't, I don't think we want to be having fear about it, right? Because that's the wrong approach. But when it comes to, you know, taxes and where taxes were and where tax brackets were, you know, I'm looking as an example uh, right now. I just pulled up and back in, you may or may not believe this, but back in the 50s and in the 60s, Okay, so let me just use 1960 as an example. Talk about tax brackets. So what does that mean? That means, obviously, what you're going to pay in taxes on the income that you make. Well, you know, maybe you're in a situation where you're retired and you have millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars 
set aside, or maybe you're getting ready to sell a company, or maybe you're just investing and you're starting out. Depending on where you are, depending on what your wealth is, what your income is, what your capital gains are, et cetera, there's taxes on your money. We all know that, right? There's only two things guaranteed in life, Randy, and those are? Death and taxes. That's exactly right. So since we know that it's appointed unto a man once to die, and woman, by the way, <laughs> we also know that there's taxes. Well, back in 1960, now, this is interesting. This is from the taxfoundation.org, so you're welcome to go check this out on your own. But back in the 1960s, you know, they have different levels of code, and this was from the Internal Revenue Code of 1954 that stayed applied all the way until 1960. And here's what it looked like. The very beginning tax bracket, so from zero to $4,000. Now, listen to this. From zero to $4,000 back in 1960, you were taxed 20% federally. Mm. From 4,000 to 8,000, it was 22. From 8,000 to 12, you were at 26. And the list goes on and on and on and on. But if you made over, if you made $400,000 or more, which 400 grand in 1960 was a lot of money, but if you made $400,000 or more, your federal tax bracket, your federal tax percentage, let me say, was 91%. Holy cow. (laughs) <laughs> what that means is everything over $400,000 was taxed at 91%. So think about this for a minute. You know, we hear a lot of people talk about the idea, well, people need to pay their fair share and all these other things. Well, the reality of it is, can you imagine being very successful back in the day and making four hundred grand and everything over $400,000, let us say you made five hundred, so that last $100,000 would be taxed at 91%, meaning that if you made $500,000, 91000 of your four hundred dollars to $500,000, that $100,000 piece, would be taxed at 91%. So ninety one grand would go to the government and you'd keep nine. <laughs> Think about that. And you know what's interesting, Randy, if we go all the way down the list back in 1960, they say, well, geez, 400 grand, not that many people made $400,000, but listen to this. If you made over $32,000 to 36,000, so 32 to 36,000, you were taxed at 50%. If you made 64 to 76, you were taxed at 65%. So the reality of concern in relation to where taxes are going in the future, it is a big deal and it should be on the radar. Now, we don't want to be fearful about it, but we do want to be focused on it. Those are two different things. And when we're focused on something, we create a plan. It's like being there, like, a, you know, you've heard of the old idea of a deer in the headlights, right? And the deer in the headlights is in a situation where when it gets in the headlights, it creates, there's fear there, and that maybe just stops. They freeze, yeah. They freeze. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you hit it with your car. And we all love that, right? Mm. Because then you got hair in your fender and you know, <laughs> say nothing and, of the deer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Killing an animal. Yeah, yes. you people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but seriously, you know, it's, you're frozen. So we don't want to be frozen in the process. We don't want to have fear, but we do want to have focus because focus leads us down the path of creating a plan. So this is really, really important. And that's why I think you know, 2 Timothy 1.7 is so applicable in anything that we're doing, whether it's taxes or investing, how should we invest, what kind of plan should we have, et cetera. We got to be in a place where we say, okay, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God is aware of what's going on in Iran or whatever's going on as you're listening to this podcast in the world. He's aware. 
Nothing has taken God by surprise. I love what Pastor Robert Morris says. He said, you know, God doesn't think like we think. You know, the Bible talks about your ways are not our ways. God's ways are not our ways, right? And and God doesn't think like we think. Now, maybe, I don't know, maybe, Randy, you, you're in your lane of your own. And <laughs> I mean, listen, you're scratch, plus, plus, minus, uh-huh. minus golfer. Uh-huh. So maybe you're, you know, I, don't, I mean, kidding, of course. But at the end of the day, you know, when we think, we think to figure stuff out, Right. We think to figure things out. God is omniscient, omni all science being knowledge. He's all knowing. He knows everything. So he knows. And get this. He knows everything all at once. Now, that's kind of a lot of information. So, you know, take it one step further. God has never been in a situation where he said, you know what? Hey, you know what I just thought of? <laughs> God never just thought of anything because he knows everything all at the same time. Now, I know we're getting biblical here for you for a minute, but it's important to understand that if we really want to talk about a spirit of fear in relation to our wealth and we understand where things come from, the source of it all, we will realize that it's all God's gift to us anyway. Sure, we have the ability to go work. And you might say, well, I worked hard for that. And, and Michael, this is what I've earned and everything else like that. And I would say, you know what? You have. But you know what Deuteronomy says? He says, beware lest you say that you are the one that had the ability to do this and that. God gave you the ability to get up and go get wealth. He gave you the ability to have breath in your lungs. So when we start there, then we realize and we really look at our monies from a different lens. And we say, okay, the wealth that we have is for a purpose. There's a lot of things going on in the world. We're going to find wisdom. We're going to find knowledge. We're going to find the right financial folks and the information to kind of align our portfolio and our investments and our taxes. And we're going to focus, as I said, instead of have fear and really create a plan to get us to a place where we can do what's necessary to prepare for in the event, the fact that taxes do go up. And I really do believe they're going to go up. I mean, we've got 20 plus trillion dollars of national debt. We have a hundred and some trillion dollars of unfunded liability in the country, and that can be found by going to usdebtclock.org. We got a lot of debt. We got a lot of things happening. And Ray, and I think it's inevitable that we're in a situation that taxes are going to rise, so we got to create a plan. Well, I think it's pretty easy to sit and watch financial news or look at the debt clock and have a spirit of fear. But you have to, you've said many times on the podcast, what are you taking in and what's yeah. your filter? What are you taking in? Where is that information coming from? And what is your filter to get through that information and be able to say, not necessarily, oh, now what? But what now? And and move forward. That's right, Randy. And I think that comes in a lot of ways from having that focus to move forward by sitting down and actually creating a real plan around the money, around the taxes, around mitigating risk around all of these things that are out there. I'm not saying just be happenstance and just be like, well, I'm just going to la, 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 put my head in the sand. No, 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 no. You got to dive deep. You got to bring a lot of value. You got to do a lot of things. And we see that, by the way, as an example, I mean, a lot of the families that when they come to us, our firm, you know, Wall Private Wealth, U.S. Private Wealth, and even the consulting company that we have, Wall Lehman Business Consulting, when they come in, a lot of times they're looking for a second opinion or new thoughts. And they're saying, you know, we've been doing things this way but we just don't feel at peace with what we're doing. And sometimes that's a real thing to say, okay, there's some distraction, there's some disruption, there's not peace here. I'm going to pay attention to that. And I'm going to look for maybe some different things that I can apply to maybe create a real plan. And and we've seen families, I'll give you an example. I had a, a couple just come in just the other week and they were in a place where they were working with someone that was a friend of the family and that was helping them with their investments. And our team sat down and we talked through some of the different things of what their needs were. And 
you know, we found that where they were, really, they came to the epiphany themselves, quite honestly, after us sharing some simple thoughts and ideas in a really relaxed process, I guess, and just having a conversation with them, they come to the conclusion themselves that, you know what, I need to do some things differently. And by doing some things differently, it's going to help me increase my, you know, protection from the markets. God forbid the markets drop because we're in market highs at the time I'm, I'm recording this show, which is, you know, middle of January of 2020. And, you know, they were in a place where they realized that he's a part owner of a company that that really is uh, has some great opportunity to scale. And he said, you know, I need some some help with tax planning when that company sells. And I need, so there's a lot of different things that they needed and they just weren't getting. And so, you know, there's nothing wrong with seeking out additional information to help you get what you need to go where you need to go. And so that would be my challenge for folks that are listening out there, Randy. If you're listening to this and you're saying, I just don't, I have a spirit of fear, number one. So you need to press pause on that and understand God's in control. And God can uh, give you the wisdom that you need if we ask. But we also need to take steps. We don't just stay on our couch and just say, well, everything's okay now because I feel that the Lord's going to take care of it all. No, no, no. We're required to take steps to go step and do what we need to do to find the right information we need to find to make the changes we need to make to be in a place where we're going to go where we need to go. And, And that's why I love that old thought of a rocking chair. You know, Randy, we talk about this from time to time, and I know you love to knit your quilts. Oh, yes, yes. Big spare Out in your rocking thing. chair, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And thank you for that one with the big M <laughs> on it. Yeah, that was really nice. It was my favorite color. Oh, good. All right, good. <laughs> Do what you can. But, you know, the rocking chair, it's the whole idea of, you know, a rocking chair gives you something to do, but it doesn't get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, we were watching a kid's show with my, uh, a show with our kids called Pets 2, Secret Life of Pets or something like that, too. And they had this hamster and he was in the wheel and he comes out of running and he's like, I run and 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 I don't get anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) And it's kind of like what happens with a lot of people in life. They're on the yo-yo because that's what they've been sold or that's what they've done financially over the years. And they haven't really created a plan. Markets go up, they go up. Markets go down, they go down. They pay taxes. They're not really sure if there's ways to save more money in taxes. And so the challenge for you, I would suggest, is look for ways to increase your knowledge level. We have a lot of resource on our site. If you, uh, when I want to invite you to, to reach out there and, and gain knowledge and information, you can find that by going to leanonthewall.com. There's other podcasts that we've done. So as you research the Invest Well Show, there's a lot of other podcasts that are out there to kind of help you gain knowledge. And I think, Randy, it's all about taking action and really saying, you know what, I got to take a step and get some more information and get some different information to help me create a plan that's going to reduce not only the fear of under, obviously we know where it comes from, but also knowing that I've taken the steps to do everything that I can to ensure that my portfolio and tax structures align the way it should. You know, as you were talking about the tax in the 1950s and 1960s, I this is in a political show, but I always hear that story about Ronald Reagan, who, before he was a politician, he was an actor. And he would make enough movies to get up to that $400,000 mark, and then he would stop making movies because he didn't want the government to get any more of his money, which is yeah. kind of interesting from a guy like Ronald Reagan. But that was the strategy. That was his plan at that point. I will make enough money up to this point and then I will stop. Well, that's not necessarily a plan that we would uh, you know, put our stamp of approval on today, but it certainly was the advice he was getting at the time and he had a plan for it. So. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And so that's that's really it. It's being intentional about what you're doing and always being willing to be open to new ideas 
And I think that's one of the things that we've seen at our firms. And that's kind of led by me with our team is, you know, just because we did something this way last week or last year or last month doesn't mean we're going to keep doing it that way Mm -hmm. in the future. We're always going to be looking for new ideas, always going to be looking for new strategy, always going to be attempting to research things so we can bring ideas to the table to add more value to the families that we're working with. So on that note, again, if you want more resource and you want to gain more information, feel free to reach out to us via web at leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. And our challenge to you at all times is to really focus on living on purpose so you can live with purpose. Living on purpose takes intention. It takes sometimes change to do things differently so you can get yourself aligned with where you need to go. But that's our challenge. We want you to live on purpose. You can live with purpose and change the world along the way. If you enjoyed the show and you got some value from it and really appreciate it, we'd love your feedback. We'd love your comments and uh, ratings on whatever podcast app you're listening to this. And also, we'd love for you to share this show. It's the biggest compliment you can give us with someone that you know that needs to hear it. Just share the show. There should be a little link there where you can just share and text this show to them and say, hey, man, I enjoyed this podcast. I think you may, too. We appreciate that in advance. So thanks so much for tuning in, and we will catch you on the next Invest Well show. Have a great one. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client. They are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. By contacting us, we'll review aspects for your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how to best utilize stocks, bonds, life insurance, annuities, and other financial products, or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Michael Wall is an investment advisor representative of U.S. Private Wealth, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Michael Wall is licensed in your state, please contact his office. Wall Private Wealth Inc. is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Michael Wall, NPN license number 733 0010.